So look fear in the face and then stand on the edge. Hold fear. Don't wait for the fear to leave you. Hold fear in one hand and passion in the other and leap. That's Lisa Nichols. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Appreciate you tuning in with me today as we start off our week with an amazing talk by Lisa Nichols. And she is back on the show to share her message about fear. And there is so much that we can talk about when it comes to fear, but When it comes down to it, there's only two things that we can do with fear. We can either allow it to immobilize us or we can use it as fuel to propel us. It's our choice. Here's Lisa. Enjoy. I'd rather have a skinned knee. I'd rather have a skinned chin. I'd rather be tired. I'd rather have a bunch of failures because I took the leap than a bunch of potential because I sat down. I just stopped by to challenge your greatness. I stopped by to remind you of who you were always designed to be. I don't know if they wanted me to stay on that stage. I can do whatever I want. It's my party. But next 20 minutes is my party. I just want to be close to you. I want to remind you. See, I'm that same woman. I'm that same woman that my highest grade in school was a C plus. And I think some of my teachers gave me a C because I was nice. I was a sweet girl. And I didn't, whenever I brought home a C, my father didn't say, oh, Lisa, you could have done better. See, because I'm not a fast learner. I'm a thorough learner. So I need to, I need, anybody else? Yes, yes. Okay. I need to hear it several times. I need to look at every angle of it, right? I need you to repeat it to me. I need to repeat it to you. I need to touch it. That's just, I'm a kinesthetic learner, and school goes a little fast for that experience. And so I I struggled all through school, all through school. The last time I took an English class, I got a fail. And my English teacher said, Lisa, you have to be the weakest writer that I've ever met in my entire life. Don't worry. Did you guys know I have a bestseller that's out right now? It's called Abundance Now. She has a copy. So does my English teacher. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Other people's opinion of you is none of your business, right? And so, and so I, 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 I sat inside my life. The last time I took a speech class was in my, was in my, my freshman year of college, which I don't want to mislead you. That was also my senior year of college. <laughs> and my, my speech teacher said, Miss Nichols, I recommend you get a desk job and you never speak in public. I said, okay, yeah. Let me tell you something. Some of your fears come out of something someone said about you. Some of your best motivation came wrapped in sandpaper. 
Some of your best motivation didn't come wrapped in love and, and came with warm cookies and milk. It came wrapped in sandpaper. It came wrapped in thorns. It came wrapped in that divorce. It came wrapped in the loss of a loved one. It came wrapped in something that didn't work. Some of your best motivation that you needed, some of the best lessons that you need to learn came wrapped in sandpaper. Yes, yes? Yes, yes? yes, yes. Your job is to take the information, to take the lesson and to take the opportunity and use it to fuel you, not make you afraid. Yes, yes. I look at my life and for 18 years, I wouldn't touch a microphone. I wouldn't do anything near speaking. As much as I love speaking, I was afraid. Say afraid. Afraid. I was afraid of being judged. Anybody there? Come on. One hand up. If you're really afraid of being judged, two hands up. Some of you need to do two hands up and stand up. Come on. You know, that's that thing that drives you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was afraid of being judged. And this conversation today is about confronting your fear, confronting your fear. And I remember for years, I wouldn't speak. People would say, God, you should be a speaker. I said, no, 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 no. My teacher told me. My teacher said I shouldn't speak in public. And he's a speech teacher. He knows better. And so I got a job in accounting. Because that was far from numbers. I mean, far from people, close to numbers. I was kind of far from the numbers. And today I do revenue streams and things very well. But back then, debits and credits, I could care less. I was in accounting for seven years. Anybody in accounting here? Pray for you. I was horrible at it. I was in, I was in collections. I, I want to be liked too much to be in collections. Like, my ultimate goal is that people love me. So I'm in collections. I'm calling people, telling them they have to pay. They're telling me that they can't pay. My child is in college, I can't pay. And I go, oh, okay. Well, you know what? Since you can't pay, and I know you can't pay because I believe that story is a good story. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm not only going to zero your balance out, I'm going to take you off the list. So my supervisor calls me into the office, and she said, Lisa, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was about 23. I said, I I thought it was a test of my commitment to the company. I said, I want to be the best accounts receivable manager ever. And I I swear I saw her cringe. And she said, "Mm, I don't know. She says, I give you a list of 120 people to call, and when I get it back, there's like 89. I don't know what's happening. I said, oh, don't worry, I'm doing you a favor. I'm taking off everyone who can't pay. She says, people are asking for you when they call. I said, I aim to please. Yes, yes? She said, this is a collection company. They shouldn't be asking for you. She said, I have to release you to find your dream. I said, release me to find my dream. Do I... Do I clock in tomorrow and look for it here? She said, no. And so I got fired. 22 years later, I walk out on stage in front of 3,300 women. And this woman, when my sizzle reel was playing, me on Oprah, Larry King, this woman's in the, in the front row and she's crying. And all while I'm speaking, all while I'm speaking, she's crying. And I go, you know, I can, I can bring up a few tears but I'm like, haven't even gotten started yet. (laughs) She's crying. I don't know. 
So then afterwards, I'm signing autographs, about 280 people in line, I'm signing autographs, and she's crying the entire time. And after about 70 autographs, I go over to her and I said, excuse me, ma'am, you've been crying for like two and a half hours. Why are you crying? She said, because 22 years ago, I released you to find your dream, and you found it. That was the same woman who fired me. Yes, yes? So that very thing. So look fear in the face. And then stand on the edge. Hold fear. Don't wait for the fear to leave you. Hold fear in one hand and passion in the other and leap. Leap. Because only one of three things are going to happen. One, you're going to fly. Two, you're going to fall and hit something soft. Or three, you'll fall and hit something hard and need a Band-Aid. Either way, you've been built to last. Either way, you'll get up and do it again. Either way, you'll play full out. Yes, yes? Either way, you'll show up. Yes, yes? Either way, we'll get the best version of you. Yes, yes? Either way, it's your time right now. You assume you have forever. I'm saying you need now. Yes, yes? I'm saying be radical enough. Be outrageous enough, be unapologetic enough to hold fear in one hand and passion in the other and leap anyway. I'm asking you, are you willing for the sake, not just for you, but for the person who's sitting in that dark corner and when you let your light shine and you pass by them, your light for a moment lightens up their corner just enough for them to see themselves. Just enough for them to recognize I'm still in the game. And so I want to share this with you. When I, called my, when I was called to be on the Oprah show, I remember the night before. I was afraid because Oprah's team had come to interview me. And in the interview, I shared something that I didn't expect to share. I shared one of my darkest times in my life. And I was being featured on Oprah as the teacher of the secret. And so it was an expert, expert. And I wasn't comfortable with what I shared and being called an expert. I just want to stay inside those moments that cause you to slow down. Do you know what I mean? And the night before I was packing to be on the Oprah show, I was so riddled with fear. I'm crying. It should be the happiest time, but I'm crying because I'm afraid of being judged. Say judged. Judged. And that will hold so many of us back, the fear of being judged. That will hold so many of us. That will cause you not to leap. When you become more concerned with other people's perception of you than you are of your own truth. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. yes. I got caught up in the 56 million people that would watch me on Oprah. I got caught up in their perception of me, what they would think of me if they knew that the expert from The Secret was going through that or had gone through that. And so I called one of the few people that I can call at 4.30 in the morning because I stayed up all night. And I called my friend and I said, I'm so nervous. I'm so afraid. And he says, oh, let me pray for you. 
And he said a prayer that shifted everything from me. And I just want to pass it on to you. He said, God, thank you for helping your imperfect child to serve your imperfect children. And in that moment, everything shifted. In that moment, I realized that in my imperfection, I'm perfect for you. I'm, in my imperfection, I'm perfect for you. In climbing over my fears, in climbing over my, my discouragement, in climbing over my issues, in that, I'm perfect for you. And so there's not one thing you can be afraid of that doesn't make you perfect for us. Not one thing. Not one thing you can go through. Not one thing you can come through. Not one thing you can be on your way to that doesn't make you perfect. Say perfect. perfect. Say perfect. Perfect. To do that thing that you've been designed to do, to say that thing you've been designed to say, to bring that experience that you've been called to bring, you are perfect. Say perfect. Perfect. In your imperfection. Say imperfection. imperfection. When you become perfect, really, we no longer can relate to you. So are you willing to go to the edge and hold fear in one hand and passion in the other and leap Big thanks to Lisa Nichols for stopping by. You can connect with her by visiting her website, motivatingthemasses.com and check out her Instagram, Lisa, the number two, Motivate, and her most recent New York Times bestselling book, which she mentioned in the talk, is entitled Abundance Now, Amplify Your Life and Achieve Prosperity Today. And if you'd like to hear more talks with Lisa, you can go to the show description and look at her previous episode section, where there'll be a list of all the previous episodes that she's been on the show, as well as all the links to all the things that I just mentioned to connect with Lisa and also today's entire talk. All right. That is it for me. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you back here Wednesday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.